You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 116 of the Patriot Review, Financial Tyranny and the New World Order. I have a very special guest for you coming up, uh, Ms. Carol Roth, who is a media media personality. She's uh, an author, and she has a new book coming out. We're going to talk about that today. The book title is You Will Own Nothing, and it's about the the financial new world order and what you can expect, or at least what the... the nefarious folks that uh, really want to install a global government are wanting to do. And it's modeled after China. If you're not familiar with it, we'll talk about that. Um, But before we do, I want to talk to you about, since we're talking about finances today, talk to you about your uh, gold and silver purchases and what you can do to secure them. You can go to Kirk Elliott. That's two L's and two T's, Kirk Elliott, PhD.com slash The Patriot Review all together. And you can um, you can get some some great deals, get some great advice, and you can, uh, uh, of course, have physical gold and silver, which today is something that you really should get. So, all right, I'm going to go right ahead and go right into this interview, and I'll be back after that. I'd like to introduce a very special guest, Ms. Carol Roth, who is a recovering, what did you say? Recovering financial consultant. Recovering investment banker. Recovering investment banker, yeah. And also author, and you have a fantastic new book coming out called You Will Own Nothing. And anybody who watches the Patriot Review knows exactly what that means and what what the plan is behind it. So welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you. Thanks for for having me. I'm excited to be here. Now, folks, you should know that just before I went on, she told me what to say, and I forgot it already. So, you know, I earn every gray hair that I have coming in. So (laughs) (laughs) I have to beg for mercy on that one. Uh, So, Carol, it is a pleasure to have you here. And your book is available for pre-sale right now. It's I'm looking at the screen over here to my right, and you have carolroth.com, but most people can just go right through Amazon and other booksellers and go ahead and, and pre-order your book. And it's coming out uh, in July. Is that correct? July 18th. So if you want to have it in your hot little hands the day that it comes out, you pre-order it now, and they will actually deliver it on July 18th. Awesome. Well, I did pre-order it. I'm looking forward to reading it. And I think this topic, as far as uh, the, the whole financial reset, and we talk about the New World Order, and we talk about the New World Order and population control, and we talk about... 5G technology, and we talk about all this other stuff, but it's also it's also true that there's a new world order that's being pushed for and and perhaps uh, coming, whether we like it or not, and that is having to do with you know our financial security, and the whole book is really about not uh, not being tr- the traditional America of old or even the traditional world of old, um, but you will no longer own anything. And how is that exactly supposed to function, Carol? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I come at this from sort of a different perspective, probably than most people, because I have been a part of Wall Street. I am an advocate for Main Street, and I've seen the epic wealth transfer that's been happening between those two parties. And as we know, it's been going from Main Street 
to Wall Street. So, you know, when I come at this and I first hear you will own nothing and it's related to the World Economic Forum that's littered, as you guys well know, with the business elite and the political elite. You know, the first reaction is like there's no way that these people are advocating for the end of private property, right? That would be insane. <laughs> and then you go and you do the research and you say, not only have they been predicting it and advocating it, but the World Economic Forum has been advocating it under different headlines. You know, they have these, this thing where they have these ideas and they just keep repackaging them until they catch on. So the, the, the form that you guys know, you will own nothing, which I just took out the contraction, you will own nothing. Yeah. Um, that you probably saw come around, you know, in 2018. Before that, in 2016, they had videos that said things like, can you rent everything you want in your life and be happy? So they've been trying to find ways to get this kind of idea to catch on, of course, for your benefit and your convenience. Uh, but the reality, as I know, as somebody who helps people create wealth, is that the way that people get rich and retain that and turn their money into wealth is through ownership. You own things that have the opportunity to appreciate and value. So the idea that you get people comfortable with non-ownership, I mean, that's ideas that come out of Marxist and communist regimes. And certainly we know throughout history, people who have owned nothing have not only been unfree, um, they have not been very happy. So that really is the the premise. And as I sort of, you know, kind of connected that out and, and started looking and even, you know, something like the new financial world order, which again, sounds very conspiratorial, but it's not, it's a function of history. If you go back, you right. know, we've been in this, uh, you know, current center of the financial universe for about 80 years, you know, it's getting a little long in the tooth. If you go back, it was the British before us, it was the Dutch before them. I'm pretty sure that those folks felt invincible at the time. Right. We're the center of the financial universe. How could this ever change? But it shifts for the same reasons that we see governments, you know, get indulgent and they spend and they take on too much debt. And, you know, the, the, the right. cycle um, is very rinse and repeat. Me, and so go ahead. <laughs> let me unpack that a little bit. So so everybody can look back on, at in history and we can all see uh, different different events, different uh, powers that that governments have rose to power to the point of you know absolute domination, whether they're a fascistic state like the Nazis or really the National Socialist Party of Germany. Um, and I always talk about this. Fascism is a product of the left, not of the right. If, if you're all the way to the right, you want no government whatsoever, so you're an anarchist. So fascist is actually on the left and communists. And not only that, but what you will notice if you look around, maybe we'll take a step back and talk about what you said. So renting things, the difference between renting an apartment and owning a house. You're not building any cap. You're not building any value when you're renting. And that's maybe the easiest example for people to understand but these past governments you know they they basically took away people's property rights they took away their their rights to produce goods for example farmers had to had to give all of their their crops and all that kind of stuff so and it also led to reduce individual freedoms so people got their weapons taken away and everything else and every time that happens in history it ends up badly it ends up in a genocide and uh, I fully believe that if you stand back and you look at all this stuff when it's put together collectively, 
um, whether they're shutting down businesses, you know, <laughs> just uh, willy nilly, or they're doing something like this. I mean, the World Economic Forum has everything right on paper in writing, just like Hitler had Mein Kampf out there. And, and people look at you like you're a crazy conspiracy theorist, like you said. So this is just part of an overall, a larger effort, isn't it? It is. And I think a lot of what it is, is the reality of the financial cycle, the fact that we are at this end of a financial cycle. And we don't know when it ends. We don't know if it ends tomorrow. We don't know if it ends right. in five months or 10 years. But but we can see that we're you know close to the end of that. And then, you know, whether it's the World Economic Forum or all of their cronies or big tech or whoever, they see this happening. And so if you are smart and you're well-connected and you see that the financial stakes are going to shift, you have two options. You can just sit back and go, well, I hope that it works out for me. Or you can put your plan in place and say, what can we do to make sure that we come out on top where we can control every finite resource? And the more that they get for themselves, the less that you have. And that's really kind of the premise is that the, the part of the financial order isn't really a plan, it's just a reality of history and human nature and time. But it's the fact that they see that happening and then they are putting their plan in place to capitalize that, capitalize upon that in a way where they're going to try to come out on top and that does not bode well for you. I see that, I, I agree with you and everything you said as far as the, the people who aren't in direct control but when I look at the governments, it's like they're creating these crises, whether it's supply chain crises or, you know, it's us poor suckers that are out here, whether you own a business or not. And even the big corporations that are are kind of victims in 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 the sense like you described. But um, well, I, and, and the crazy thing is, is if you think about so, I you know, I kind of talk about the fact that we are at war. And if you think about yeah. and you were talking about, you know, kind of these previous regimes, if you think about what war used to be like it used to be that you know you would be in charge of one area and you go out and you conquer the people and their wealth and you try to conquer somebody else's wealth and take that for yourself now we have the opposite scenario you have your own government that's turning on its own people to conquer their wealth so it's not an external conquering it's an right. internal conquering on top of that, you have these bad actors, the World Economic Forum and the United Nations. You have big tech that really wants to make sure that your life is a subscription or a service. They want to take everything and rent it back to you so that you don't have any fundamental ownership and they can extract rents from it. So it really is coming at us from every side at once. And some of it is coordinated together. Some of them is just acting solo, but it means that instead of us just fighting one battle, like this is a revolution, a counter revolution against right. everybody at the same time. And that's what really makes it so big in scope, which is why it's so important for everyone to know all the different places that it's coming from, as well as to have a, a plan to fight back because we're not going down like that. Right, so I think the biggest question that everybody has on their mind is how can I, as a, you know, as just a common, ordinary, everyday citizen, really fight back effectively? What what do I have to do to protect myself and my family? Yeah, I think that's a, a really great question. Um, and, you know, obviously, 
there are things that you can do and things that you can't do. Like you're not going to individually be able to change the new world financial order. Like it's going to happen. Maybe we can prolong it, but that's sort of a, a given trajectory. But what you can do is make sure that you understand that and do the right behaviors and take the right financial preparations so that if the dollar does uh, get demoted and is not the sole global re reserve currency that you've thought about other mediums of exchange and other stores of value. Thinking about ownership. I mean, even of my own book, I keep saying to people, buy the hard copy because I want you to get in the habit of owning things. Don't defer to Kindle or audiobook. Mm -hmm. You need to have that mindset that, okay, I'm going to have things of value and I'm going to actually physically control the form factor because if you let somebody else physically control the form factor then you have bigger issues so whether it's land whether it's precious metals whether it's you know in a really bad scenario you know guns ammo food other things that you can trade you have to think about kind of short and long term what's going to be that medium of exchange and what's going to be that store of value as well as behavioral changes that you can mm -hmm. make. You know, one of the, the parts of the book that I talk about is cancel culture and how that's the stepping stone to social credit. And if you think about social credit in the places where they're trying to come after you, they're trying to come after your social standing, which limits your access to opportunities. And they're trying to come after your job, which is the way that you earn a living and get those dollars to be able to put to work. So what can you do in terms of sort of putting yourself and building out a community and a support network that if they try to do that, the people around you are going to have your back and not go, I'm sorry, you know, you have wrong things, so you're not going to be able to participate with us. So there's yeah. both sort of the behavioral and the financial piece, some of that which ties together, which I think is really important. And, you know, obviously empowering yourself with the knowledge, because if you don't empower yourself with the knowledge and you don't know where these things are coming from, it makes it harder to make those shifts and changes and to see the signposts along the way. Right. And I want to point out something else that in history, it, you, you had talked about, you know, there's just a certain duration where where these uh, world powers and the world financial powers reign, and then yeah. they just kind of naturally uh, wane. And I would say that you know there's there's that's a good point. However, you look at at Rome and Greece. Uh, what was first attacked was everything in their foundation that led them to be the nation they were, and that's what folks all the all the attack on our society and our morals and our culture is about destroying the moral value set in order to be able to come back and, and say, okay, well, all of your finances are now in this app. And by the way, you have to have a score, a social score of X, or you can't go to this restaurant or you can't go to the grocery store. And, and, um, <laughs> and they're going to reinforce that with, you know, in my opinion, they're going to reinforce that with uh, armed with a, a police, a Gestapo type of, a situation like they did in COVID. They had armed guards in some countries with machine guns outside they, the door. They, they may not need to do that because what they're trying to do, and I'm sure you've probably been in the middle of it, is put out a central bank digital currency, which will give them full control over the money supply. So imagine mm -hmm. that your dollars had a tracking chip in them that when you go to try to spend it at the store, 
They say, I'm sorry, Carol, you ate too many burgers this month. <laughs> we're trying to cut back on, you know, meat. It's bad yeah. for the environment. Right. So we're not going to let you do that. Or even worse, I mean, imagine something, a situation with like now, inflation is too high. We need to cut demand. So we're going to not let any of you spend half of your money at all. I mean, like these right. are the kinds of things that they can do. You so, will be controlled. You will be controlled. And if you going back to your Rome analogy, you know, one of the things you're, you're talking about the moral and social thing, but the finance piece was such a huge part of it. When they started out, they had sort of their unit of account was called the denarius and it was a 95% silver coin, you know, kind of like this. So it's 0.999%, one trio ounce, 0.999 silver, but theirs was 95% silver. Mm -hmm. And what would happen is that for you know hundreds of years they kept that stable because they knew that stable money meant a stable society. But then Nero comes along and he's like, ah, I need more money for myself. I need more money for wars. So he would call in these coins in circulation and he would do one of two things. He would either melt them down so they were smaller and he would siphon off that extra silver for himself or he would replace some of the content with like a less precious metal, just some kind of, you know, janky physical metal and give mm -hmm. it back to you so what you were holding was left valuable and that he had that money to spend and that in effect debased the currency and that was a huge part of rome's downfall that i think gets missed by the people who aren't necessarily like center to the financial discussion and we're having the same issue right now with the government and the federal reserve that's what they've been doing to our dollars if we move to a central bank digital currency, I think we'll see the same kind of thing. Just like people wanted right. the stimulus checks during COVID, hey, give me my $1,000, not realizing that that was going to cost or cause several thousand dollars worth of inflation for them per year. The same thing. Oh, I'll take four digital right. dollars instead of one regular dollar. Well, there's no additional productivity there. So all you're doing is debasing the currency. Um, and so I think that's going to become a huge mechanism for control, which again means, A, we need to fight back as hard as we can to not let that happen and to not accept it, but also prepare that if it does happen, what are you going to use as that alternate medium of exchange toilet and store paper. value? Because, yeah, yeah, dollars are, like you said, are <laughs> going to be toilet paper. Well, toilet paper seems to be the first thing that people go crazy over. You know? <laughs> well, the dollars are going to become toilet paper, so they'll <laughs> yeah, have exactly. all of their dollars in their savings account that they can what's, use to wipe their behinds. <laughs> it's funny, though. What's, what's, what's interesting, though, is you, you were talking about, um, you know, taking the melting down the silver dollars. I mean, the United States coins pre-1965 and before had silver content in them, and that's why everybody tries to scoop up the you know, the, the coins of that date yeah. and, you know, they keep, they keep doing the exact same thing. They did that here and, you know, it costs more to produce a penny today than it does, than it's actually worth for sure. And maybe even a nickel at this point, I don't know. But so, so what is the, the first step to enlightening people? Why, why, why do they need to know what's in your book? Well, you can't, make a change if you don't know what it is that you're fighting against. You need to know who these perpetrators are, which it sounds like you have at least some level of awareness of some of them, but you probably don't realize who all of them are. You need to understand all of the things that they're doing and how they're connected, because it's very hard to fight back against something and have a, a, a defensive plan or even an offensive plan if you don't know that information. So it really is about empowering yourself with the knowledge to be able to make the plan. 
it's also a really good resource to be able to help empower other people because these are really complex topics and you know that gut reaction from people who you know aren't really in the know about this is that sounds generally insane so to have somebody who comes from a wall street background who can break things down in sesame street language in a very easy to understand way with by the way more than 600 sources many of which come from the mainstream media it just it puts a different spin on it like one of the the favorite things i have is when people tell me like the new financial world order is a conspiracy. And I'm like, okay, well, do you think Joe Biden is a conspiracy theorist? I think he's an idiot, but I don't think he's a conspiracy theorist. And they would say, well, they might not think that, but he definitely don't think that. Well, in front of the business roundtable, which is a group of, you know, the biggest CEOs in the United States, like one of the most powerful business groups, March of 2022, he gave a speech and he said there is a new global financial order and that this is not a direct quote but you can go look it up on the white house website upon us it happens every three or four generations things are going to change and we need to be there to lead it now i don't know who we is i think that's probably him and his cronies it's not you and me um but you can go to the white house website and so you can see the language there that frames a new world order very differently for people who don't believe this than you and I talking here where they can just go, oh, you know, you guys are being all tinfoil hatty. It's kind of mm-hmm. hard when it's on the White, White House's website. Right. And so I've taken the opportunity to find those instances and let those people do the talking. Things like you know, corporations who are buying up homes and competing with individuals for single family homes Harvard buying up land and water rights. I just let their actions and words speak for themselves. And then it takes that sort of conspiratorial nature out of the whole thing. Well, you know, I think people have wasted too much time and I'm guilty of it myself. And that is in in allowing yourselves to be divided. And that is a being done on purpose. And, you know, it's time to, to, to understand that you're going to have to unite with people who don't believe exactly the same things you believe in every regard. And the latest example of the government trying to create class warfare and dissatisfaction is this whole idea that Biden has of, you know, charging an extra fee for, for mortgages for people who have good credit and, to, yes. to reduce them for people who are less maybe responsible or successful. And I mean, everything is pitting one group against the other. And- it, it is. And it's, it's taking away the incentives to, to have merits. And obviously everything is incentive driven. So if there's no benefit and there's actually a penalty for you being responsible, you're going to be less responsible. It's easier for you to to owe nothing. And I think your point is really important about this being open to people that you might not have agreed with previously because Joe Biden and his regime and the Fed have done a really good job of screwing the American over, the average American over to a point where they can no longer ignore it. They know that they go to the grocery store and regardless of what they think the reason is, they see what's happening. And they they understand that they try to go out and buy a house and they can't buy one or the interest rate is you know between six and 7%. So one of the people on my broader team is not a political person. My guess is she probably leans a little bit more to the left. She read the introduction and she's like, I I was blown away 
because she doesn't have, she doesn't follow that level of information, but she knows what's happening in her life. And so for the first time, those dots are starting to be connected. And I think that's really powerful. That is powerful. And, and you know, I would just say that every time I, I do a show like this, I talk about how you have to be active. You have to know what your abilities are and use your abilities that you have to make a difference in fighting back, right? Yes. Um, but I would add to it, when you're talking about stuff like this, folks, it's nobody wants it to get violent. So you have you have to get involved before it does. And, it, you know, and I don't condone violence, I you know, but you look at the, the legal system and, and we see examples of even the judges, you know, being corrupt and, and one justice system for conservatives and, and the other for liberals and stuff. And that's only going to get worse the more we tolerate it. And, and this is another example. So what can people do? Who can they speak out to? You know, how do they approach this as a political issue? Yeah, I think it certainly goes back to there are certain areas of the country, whether it's at the you know local level or the state level, that are going to be more receptive um, than others. And uh, one of the people that I interview in my book is Ron Coleman. I'm not sure if you know him, but he's a lawyer. He works with Harmeet Dillon uh, at Dillon Law Group and does a lot of really great work and using the courts to stand up for personal liberties and and you know rights. And, and he said, look, you're not going to win every battle day one. There's some of them like academia, that's going to take a long time. So you have to kind of pick the low hanging fruit, you know, something like ESG, which I call business social credits, that's already getting a ton of pushback from a lot of states, you know, from Arizona, from, I believe, Oklahoma, from Florida, from West Virginia. So you can already see that you have allies there and it's getting involved and saying, okay, how can we kill this? Um, and you know, making those changes, getting involved at the local level to make changes and make shifts. And obviously it builds up from there, but you know, if there are pockets at a minimum that we can kind of save and we can say these are havens or these are a model for what worked, um, it gives people sort of the template and the sort of incentive and desire to say, okay, it's working. Let's just kind of take that best practice and apply it over here. So I really do think it's about, like you said, figuring out what it is you do best and we all have a role to play. Like we all can't be doing all of these different things, but individually, if we're all kind of standing side by side, attacking the things that are in within our wheelhouse, I think that's really powerful. Agreed. And is there a, is there a resource that you know of that is available for people to see examples of, of positive outcomes like this? Do you know of anything like that? Yeah, so one of the gentlemen that I interviewed in my book um, is Larry Salzman from Pacific Legal Foundation, and they go out, same kind of thing like Ron Coleman, and they use the judicial system to right wrongs. One of the big things that they are um, very active right now against is home equity theft. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but there are 12 states where if you are behind on a property tax or fee, the state can not only go after you for fees and penalties, but they can take your house and take any profit too, which is obviously you know insane and, and completely unconstitutional. So they have been working that through the courts. They have been very successful. Um, there's now actually a, a Supreme Court case that's being tried to try to get that just completely wiped off. So supporting those kinds of groups and seeing those actions 
at the school level, um, Moms for Liberty, Tiffany Justice and her team, I also interviewed for the book and talked through some of the resources that they have on their website that have been effective in terms of parents trying to fight back, um, you know, for, you know, quote unquote, ownership of their own kids, right? We just heard that, yeah, you know, right. we don't own our kids anymore. Um, so, you know, there are a bunch of different resources where you can get that positive feedback and say, okay, this is this is working here. And then, you know, on the personal side, it, it is that kind of behavior. When you lean out of spending and you take some of that and you start putting that into things that are actual hard assets that you can own and hold in your hand, you know, you'd be really surprised at how quickly you start seeing a difference go, huh, six months has passed. I put a little bit away and, and now, you know, I've, I've, I've got a a number of these coins, you know, like, like that's pretty cool. I'm starting to see that build up. So it really, just like any other habit is, is taking those initial baby steps and just doing one thing and not getting overwhelmed. Cause you know, this is in many ways, a gargantuan task, but we need to make those small changes with those low hanging fruit. Right. Right on. So um, we're just about out of time, but I want to give you some time to talk about anything that I may have missed regarding the book and any other message you want to share? Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the the key thing is that, again, you have to look at all these different areas that things are, are coming at you from, and particularly for the younger people in the audience, one of the staggering things that I covered was that for millennials, millennials on an inflation-adjusted basis actually earn more than Gen X did or the boomers did at the same age, but have a fraction of the wealth. And so that is one of the big things of how does this happen? But in, turning, in terms of fighting back, the other kind of staggering thing is that there's $84.4 trillion set to turn over voluntarily through inheritances. And if you look at the trajectory of our financial system and all the unfunded liabilities, that is very tempting for the government mm -hmm. to go after. So something about being aware of inheritance planning and all the language that they're using around, we're going to go after the billionaires with wealth taxes. They're not going after the billionaires with wealth taxes. They want that $84.4 trillion. And very little of that is with the billionaires. Most of that was mm -hmm. is with the, the rest of America. So it's those kinds of things that I hope people will be aware of and take action on. And uh, as I hope that, you know, not only will you find value and you own nothing and the plan to fight back, um, but that it will be a really great resource for you to help empower other people because the more allies that we have in this process that understand exactly what's going on, the easier it is going to be to build communities of like-minded folks and to think through, okay, <laughs> if we have CBDCs, how are we getting our medicine? How are we getting our food? How are we bartering? How are we training? How are we going to make that work amongst ourselves? And I think that's the mindset that people really need to have right now. Yeah. And the other thing is to be aware that, you know, even these things are all spider web together. So if you do have that, that social score, that's also tied to whether or not you vaccinate and all this other stuff. So, so I'm looking forward to reading the book. I'd love to have you back after I do and just to follow up with you and, and, and find out what's next. Uh, folks, the, the book is You Will Own Nothing, and you can go to Amazon, pre-order it. You said July 8th, is that right? 
July 18th is 18th, the release date, but you know, pre-ordered it now, and so they can deliver it on uh, on the due date. It's actually being printed as we speak. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, Carol. I hope you come back. Thanks very much for your time and for your insight and wisdom as well. <laughs> wisdom? I don't know about that, but, but thanks. It was a lot of fun talking with Carol, and she really knows her stuff. She's a sharp cookie. She's on a lot of shows, and she does a lot of great work. So if you haven't seen her before... Um, go ahead and follow her. Go to carolroth.com, and you can go to the page that I have up right here, and this page is all about her book. You can check it out. You can see it comes out July 18th. You can order it here. You can order it on Amazon, and um, I highly recommend it. Um, great reviews, great pre, pre-read pre reviews, whatever you want to call them. So check that out. Um, if you are on Facebook, I actually decided to to stream to Facebook again today, I guess just to see how long it's going to take to get kicked off. I don't know why. Um, I really don't like supporting Facebook, but I thought this topic, you know, this topic really isn't tied into whether you're a, a America Firster or you're a liberal, you know, this topic is all about what your freedoms are and how they're linked financially. And to me, we all want the same thing there and we all want to be able to you know, provide for our, our families or at least live somewhat comfortably and not necessarily in luxury, but, um, you know, the, Amer the American dream as it used to be. So I went on Facebook. So it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. If you have comments about the show, you can always comment during the show or you can on CloudHub and Facebook now today, or you can uh, email redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. That's redbloodedpatriots with an S at protonmail.com. Don't forget to check this book out, carolroth.com. And uh, on Amazon, just do a search for You Will Own Nothing, and you'll be able to find it right away. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, although I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I had to spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon us the daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that.
they knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. We're about news, commentary, conversations, truth, liberty, and God. We stand for American values and our flag. We believe that the Constitution is a document that fortifies rights already given to us by our Creator. We will not apologize for our love of God and country, ever. We are right, America media coming to you from the land of common sense an American pride, not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hey there, so in the very beginning of that uh, commercial block, you noticed the Breaking the Oath um, trailer. That is uh, one of three trailers that you can check out on um, America First, the number one ST, AmericaFirstProductions.com. A couple great events coming up in relation to that. Here in Wisconsin, we have the theater preview uh, pre premiere on uh, the 21st of May. So you can go to the events page on AmericaFirstProductions.com. Tickets are eight bucks. If you're in Wisconsin, uh, it's going to be in De Pere, the Get Real Cinema. And it's Get Real, R-E-E-L, Cinema. You can check them out online. It's an older theater that they tore uh, rows of seats out, and they have tables in there. So they have um, you know server, uh, servers in there that will uh, get you food. So you can have a pizza or whatever you want. And you you watch the movie, so it's uh, it's you know it's kind of a cool thing. So um, check that out. Again, that's AmericaFirstProductions.com. The second one is the public release date, which is the next day, May 22nd. And it's also on the events page. And uh, what you what you can do there is you can um, get online on a webinar, see the movie, <clears throat> and then ask questions of the entire cast because they'll all be there. So I'll be back right after this. I have uh, a new a new uh, video from Ola. Check it out.
meeting up with some teens that I worked with, putting them in fashion shows, um, and to see them all grown up, it just warms my heart. But to hear what they're learning in schools and what they're subjected to, it's disgusting and it breaks my heart. It's up to us as parents to get more involved because once your child leaves your house, you do not know what they're subjected to. Where are they going after school? Who are they hanging out with? What are they doing? Get numbers, get names. Sometimes I understand that teens do not want their parents involved, but find a way to get involved, more involved. We cannot rely on our schools to raise our children because what they're doing is brainwashing them and instilling the wrong things with no boundaries. We need to create boundaries. At the age of 14 and 15 years old in high schools to be introduced to drugs and sex, that is not okay. Get more involved. Let's hold people accountable. God bless. Never give up. Never give in. So Ola's on the show um, occasionally, and uh, she sent me another video that I'll have on next week, but she is tireless, and she is all over the country. She's originally from Jordan. So she is one of those folks that really understands what it's like to um, live without freedom and what it means to live like that, and um, that's why she values uh, the United States so much, and she just works tirelessly. Her main platform which is LinkedIn, which a lot of people, I, I don't think, do that. I don't. I don't really um, post a lot to LinkedIn. But she has been wildly successful there. She also has her own uh, fashion design business, and um, she's she's just got a lot of passion, a lot of energy. So if you're not familiar with her, uh, check her out on LinkedIn, and you can continue to watch the Patriot Review, and we'll have more of her videos in the future. Just a reminder, carolroth.com is where you can go to get the book, You Will Own Nothing. And that would be um, that'd be a good investment for you. But one graphic I didn't put up, and that is the address of the, um, the gold and silver purchasing, the fi- free financial advice, kirkelliotphd.com, slash the Patriot Review, and then put that last slash on there as well. If you don't, um, basically the search page comes up and you have an extra click in there, but you put that uh, that la- that last slash in there, it'll take you to the page right away. So the topic today, we're talking about the financial new world order. And uh, I had mentioned at the top of the show that the social scores portion of it is something that is very, very ominous. And here's why. You ever notice how when one political party is in power in the presidency, um, they will, the president will issue a bunch of executive orders and the opposing party in uh, in the public, the opposing party will just go, you know, absolutely over it. And then what happens is the next, the other party comes in power in the presidency, does the same thing, right? And, and it's opposite ends of the extreme. So when you think about it this way, now China has these social scores, this uh, tracking system, and um, I tell you what, with with the uh, emergence of AI and the facial recognition technology and everything, I mean, they basically will know every every single thing you do, who you do it with, and if you aren't 
if you aren't living up to, let's say now, the woke culture, or if you're a liberal, let's say, you know, the uh, Trump culture, if you're not living up to it, whoever's in control of that will have the ability to... Um, to affect what you can do in your daily life, and that's that's a, a terrible a terrible thing to think about. It's tyranny, 100% tyranny, and you know the plan. And you can, like I said at the top of the show as well, is that the uh, World Economic Forum and and their uh, and others have you know information about what the intent is. So basically, they will you'll be a slave. They will drive what's acceptable to think, what's acceptable to say who's acceptable to be around. So the example that Carol gave of the burgers, right? So if you have surpassed your allotment and you haven't eaten enough insects, and that yes, they're deadly serious about it, insects, you can just do a search on uh, the Internet and uh, you'll find that um, there are, there's a bunch of uh, articles on proponents of eating insects and, you know, um, it's just ludicrous stuff. So, so anyway, if you eat something that you're not supposed to eat, if you eat too much of something you're not supposed to eat that they don't like, well, you just might not be able to go into a grocery store. You might not be able to shop. You might not be able to buy certain things. All of that will be controlled on a, a little app on your phone or if the technology, which I know they have, uh, which is t- connected to the, the COVID, uh, the mRNA, uh, you basically will be just limited to, to, to whatever you can do, say, buy, think, like I said. So you got to let that sink in, and it doesn't matter who you are, you know. And as far as that goes, you may not be allowed to purchase gas, or you may not be allowed to plug in your car if you have an electric car. Maybe the energy's cut off. Maybe the heat in your home is cut off. Maybe the the air conditioning in your home is cut off, and we'll see... A lot of the senior citizens die because of that. And, you know, while they're doing all this other stuff, you have to understand, as I said in the in the conversation with Carol, is that there's all kinds of basically spider webs of different things going on. So on one hand, you have uh, the whole Green New Deal aspect and taking your rights away and your property rights away. You have the um, the 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 advancement of technology that will change humans and and there's all kinds of talk about that out there that you can find if you just search for it and again the world economic forum is involved in that sounds like um, some kind of freaky outlandish uh, star wars type of thing but that's absolutely true that that's one goal that they're working towards and whether it's the political discourse if it's the falsification or the attack for example on Trump for having records well folks he's the he has the presidential records act he can decide what's what's declassified and take it with him now biden on the other hand is a vp and even as a senator um had data that basically is illegal for him to have um yet our our justice system is no longer blind not that it ever was really fully blind, but it's gotten exponentially worse. We have two different justice systems depending on what your beliefs are. And if your beliefs are more traditional American, um, constitutional supporting and faith-based, you are on the out where you used to be the average American. And um, contrary to what many of you on the left might think, 
there is no Christian that that uh, you know, wishes ill will to anybody based on sexual preference or race or anything like that. If the if they are out there and they do that, then they're not true Christians. So there's a difference between Christians and between those people who are basically just uh, you know tr- saying they're Christian but not living up to it. So anyway, the the ramifications of this financial new world order are so immense that we better take it seriously or we're going to end up losing everything and you will own nothing and you will rent your clothes. You will purchase only what you have enough credits for and are, are allowed to. You basically, you won't, you won't, uh, you won't have any of your rights to make your own personal decisions all individual freedoms will be taken away from you. And it's very serious, and the people who want this are very serious. It's been in, in planning for decades. And um, if you don't take it seriously and you think I'm just a whack job, I would ask you just to start searching on your own and, and read it and check it out. The other thing that's spider webbing that's, that's so bad is everything comes back to affect our children. So you have the hypersexualization in schools the only thing conservatives are saying is make sure your curriculum is your curricula is age appropriate and it's fine to teach them all, all those things but how about not starting it at 8 years old that's nonsense let them be kids and let them grow up first maybe start introducing some of these more um uh complicated things in high school Remember, the frontal lobe doesn't develop until you're around 25, and um, you know kids just can't process this stuff, and parents shouldn't have to fight against it. The children belong to their parents, not the state, and they're trying to cram that down our throat. So like I said, go ahead, check it out yourself, and you'll find articles such as this one uh, from The Hill, America's Own Social Credit System. You can check this article out. I'll put a link in the description once I'm done here. I'll add it. And um, and you can follow that and read it. And like I said, there's all kinds of stuff out there that you can uh, that you can check out. So also the uh, TPR code for MyPillow.com. You can get a lot of good deals right now. There's um, not only clearance deals that are up to 80% off, but there's also still slipper deals. There's um, uh, Percale sheet deals right now. I love the sheets. I have them. I have slippers. I all of it's great stuff. It really is. And if you go to mypillow.com/tpr, or if you just use the code TPR, not only will you be getting great product, you'll be helping me out as well, and that would be greatly appreciated. Um, you can also go to mystore.com, and those products are either American-made or American-assembled, and um, use the same code TPR. So mystore.com, and um, you can go to mypillow.com as well. Um, we'll be right back. I'm just going to take a quick break and uh, come back to close the show.
Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. You can also learn more by watching episode 62 of the Patriot Review. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. I love my pillow products. I use them. I can say that they are simply the best quality that you will find anywhere. And you can help us all out, all Patriots, including Mike Lindell, and our mission to restore America by going to MyPillow.com today and using code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review, so it's easy to remember. TPR. Save up to 66%. You can also order by calling 800-519-9927. Again, that's 800-519-9927. Thank you and God bless. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. Sorry for the hot mic moment there. So in closing, just I'd like to uh, route you to uh, AmericaFirstProductions.com. That is the, the website and the name that I am doing documentaries and American uh, film, American history type of films. Um, your support in that whole undertaking would be awesome. It's very expensive to do. The documentary Breaking the Oath is um, about, oh, I don't know, 98 minutes, something like that. It covers many topics, has lots of great guests in it. You can check that out and um, read the description in more detail on the site. So I hope you enjoyed the show today. Uh, there's a lot of data out there, like I said, um, on you know, the whole social scoring, the whole um, digital currency uh, issue and everything else. And we have some some very, very major and, um, I guess, uh, <laughs> world-changing decisions to make. So yeah, don't be on the sidelines. Use your talents, whatever you have as a talent, to try to help us uh, in, in uh, looking forward and doing the right thing. So I appreciate you being here. I'm going to leave you with uh, a video that I put together. I was thinking of, you know, what if there was honesty in in uh, <laughs> in campaign commercials? And I just put this together for you quick. We will see you next Sunday at 4 o'clock.